You can come in. Do you want to harmonize with her? I didn't know. Yeah, it's weird. So let's uh, start as long as I'm breathing. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to praise the Lord, oh my soul.
give that intro.
deal, but then sing after you sing it once, cut the music, and then we end. You can end it on that without music. Is that what you're? That's what you're wanting. You're of my soul, but y'all end it and then come back, huh? Like end it for a. This second. is not praise in the sanctuary. <laughs> Oh, yes, okay. yes. I'm just making sure. Oh, huh? <laughs> 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 and, it's turning it's into it. <laughs> okay, so let's practice that. You lead it. You lead the when to cut. I, so I understand you right. It'll be like, what was the song we said? Where it was hearts, yes, unison, and then it's all cut. The music's all cut. No, not everybody. No. <laughs> In the crowd. Yeah, yeah let's not. <laughs> okay, y'all sound really good. I really like that song. Wait, do we want to go over that ending? Oh, yeah. Why don't we start at that? I have a great idea. Why don't we start at that first chorus, the one that doesn't repeat this, and let her practice going in that second verse again? Okay. And then we'll just keep going through. Okay. So I'm going to start. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to praise. Everyone.
then you go to unison, and that's when you can end it. Oh, well, yes, I will go to unison then. Y'all keep doing what y'all are doing. Hey, let's cut after the bridge, though. That was correct. Yeah. Let's cut after the bridge going into that chorus. Great job, Logan. Oh, God. 
switch of Hamas on. Oh God, you'll make a way where we can't see it. Thank you, Jesus. This time we're going to take prayer requests. We have Tobias Gonzalez, Bonnie Stringer, Sister Chris Anders, Chad Udy, Mildred Maxwell, Glenn Perry, Brother Dickey, Jason Pollard, Sharon Crawford, Sister Singh Hood, Brother and Sister Carlene. And we're also going to continue to pray for all the requests on the overhead as well. Acknowledging that you need prayer doesn't mean that you're weak. Acknowledging that you need prayer doesn't mean that you're whatever lie that the enemy is coming against you with. I feel it. I experience it. That I don't want to come forward and get prayer because somebody might think something's wrong with me. There probably is something wrong. That's why we need prayer. And so what we'll do is break the ice right now and acknowledge that all of us need prayer. That all of us need God. That's why we're here today. And so if anybody decides, you know what? Yes, I need prayer. My brother, my sister next to me needs prayer. And right now what I'm going to do is step forward and receive prayer for my need, my situation, and expect to see a change in it tonight. That's what we're going to do. I don't want anybody to be lied to by the enemy and walk out of here and miss out on a miracle when all you had to do was get in the presence of powerful prayer to a powerful God. And so if you decide to step out in faith, ministers are going to anoint you with oil and we're going to lay hands over you and pray over you and with you in faith, expecting healing, expecting a move and receiving it tonight. So Father, I expect to see healings tonight because that's what you are. I expect to see deliverance tonight because that's what you are. I expect to see a move tonight because that's what you have promised. And so God, I pray that we create an atmosphere that is pleasing to you. That we cleanse ourselves, God, of any doubt that hinders the move in our lives right now. I pray that pride is laid down and healing is picked up. In Jesus' name, touch every need. In Jesus' name, amen.
what you do to the enemy's face your name he says you won't make it he says your family won't come back he says you've done too wrong to feel his presence you've done too much to be used he's alive he's alive why don't you run why don't you praise in the midst of the adversary oh yes he's a roaring lion and he's roaring loud right now he knows these are his last days to tempt the children of god
me to break every chain. Break every break chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. stopping the flow of things to hinder God's presence here tonight because it is very evident that it is here tonight and if you require some sort of blessing whether that be physically spiritually financially mentally I believe that it can and will be met here tonight we have a few announcements we're going to make real quick and then we'll take the offering the 23rd on Children's Church is their Water Gun Sunday. And then also after that evening service is our pastor's birthday celebration. So that's going to be a wonderful time. And then on the 25th, we have Ladies United Fellowship. The sign-up sheet for that is in the foyer. And on the 25th to the 28th, the youth group will be taking off to NAYC St. Louis. So be praying for the youth group and for spiritual filling in each and every one of us as well as safe travels. It's a wonderful event. And then the 30th, Jeremy and Jamin, or Jamin uh, Hart will be ministering here at our church, so you won't want to miss that. That's going to be awesome. And then on the 30th, our mission pledge deadline is also on that day. At this time, we'll have the ushers come. Whenever we were singing the song about what makes God famous, I was thinking about the accounts that it was, it was speaking about, and it was Daniel in the lion's den. And then speaking about crossing through the, through the river, directly through it. And I was thinking, you know, God just as easily could have made it where the river was just dried up. And then he could have made it some way where the enemy wouldn't have been able to chase him. He could have done that. 
And in the lion's den, he could have caused the lions to contract some sort of disease to where they all fell over dead. And Daniel didn't even have to face it. But what he tested in those moments was the faith of his children. Whenever they came to the sea that they were, or the river that they were about to cross, they saw the adversity and they said, I understand the God that we serve. They'd still listen to his every word. When Daniel was thrown in the lion's den, he was simply just praying to his God. He was doing what he was asked of. And he faced adversity and he still showed no fear. There's a few things in our life that, you know, God could just say, you know what, I'm going to take the cancer away. You know what, I'm going to bring your father back to church. You know what, I'm going to mend the marriage. I'm going to heal your broken leg. But instead, he puts a little bit of adversity in front of us. And he says, how much faith do you got left? And you know, it's easy for us now. And it was easy for Daniel then. Because he said, I've seen what my God can do. And so even when I'm going to get thrown in the the lion's den, I'm still going to praise you, God. When they came across the river, he said, I've seen what my God can do. So you think a little bit of water is going to worry me? No, I know what my God can do. And so tonight, let's muster up the faith that we have left. Because I believe and I know that the God that we serve is going to come through. Amen, church. Put your tithe and your offering in and then let's get back up and let's worship Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the ability to give. Thank you, God, for the blessings you've given us. I pray that you would bless this offering in your name. This next song we're going to sing, you might know it, you may not. You're going to learn tonight. But my little cousin Paisley taught it to me in the car. And she is a little woman of God who lives out her faith. She sings Christian songs out loud in supermarkets. And so I just want you to be reminded that to have that childlike faith because it's powerful. Hallelujah! I'll praise in the valley. I'll praise in the mountain. I'll praise when I'm sure. I'll praise when I'm dying. I'll praise when I'm numbered. I'll praise when surrounded. Cause praise is the waters. The enemies drown. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to
to Daniel it was a safe haven. To Daniel it was a place that no one could touch him except the Lord. No one could touch him because the Lord had his hand on him. So whether this looks like your lion's den or your lion's den is outside, your safe haven is right here with the Lord. And so we're going to praise and we're going to sing while we're going to praise. Praise cause you're sovereign, praise cause you reign, praise cause you rose and defeated the grave. Praise cause you're faithful, praise cause you're true, praise cause there's nobody greater than you. Praise cause you're sovereign, praise cause you reign, praise cause you rose and defeated the grave. Praise cause you're faithful, praise cause you're true. said I know the plans I have for you so we see some of the things unfolding now but I hath not seen 
Ear hath not heard, neither has entered the heart of man the things that are yet to come. I would not want to miss the rest of the story. It's going to be greater than ever. I, uh, I want to refer back to, let's see, I'm not real good with some of the things that, uh, but uh, let me see if I can find it here. I just wrote it just a couple of minutes, a few minutes ago. Oh, some of the greatest spiritual pollination took place last Sunday evening. Our youth, youth pastor, opened the hands of God as he fed us with visiting churches from different places. And they brought strength to us. But you gave them strength to go back home and be greater and more powerful also. So it's a wonderful thing. Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. It does us good to have meetings like last Sunday night and our youth pastor did such a phenomenal ministry. And you youth don't know how much inspiration you fed him to be able to do some of that. And some of you older people have no idea the desire that fed him so he would pray harder, study longer, and be forbearing with everything. So I wanted to mention that because it is such a powerful thing. As I move further into the rest of the story, I want to encourage you. If I can find it, I've got three things on here that I'm looking for. Okay, this is critical for everybody, not just young, not just old. Do not let the disappointments of life interfere with the appointments that have been critical to the good things you've already enjoyed and you're going to enjoy. The Bible makes it very clear that God has appointments for everyone. And so you don't want your disappointments to cause you to be low so you miss the show. The appointments are everything that you need to cure the disappointments. So stand fast. Hold fast to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And God, he said, I will restore to you that which the palmer worm, the canker worm, the caterpillar hath eaten. My great army, and then he confesses, I sent the army because I wanted you to test your faith and to test your God and to test your future. Could we praise God one more time? Father, 
we come to you tonight because you are the great I am. There is not a God like you anywhere. Not one God that can rival your abilities of creation, of healing, of wisdom, of knowledge, and a world without end. I thank you tonight. I would like for us to entertain the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter. I'm not going to read it all. Most everybody here has looked into Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and understands it's the chapter on faith. But what I would like to do is I found some information some time back, and uh, it's called an interview with faith. Faith, where did you come from? Faith said, I've always been here. Who did you come to visit? I did not come to visit. I came to move in. How long will you be staying? You're the one that will determine that. I am eternal. And I will be here as long as you want me to be here. What products do you manufacture or produce? Faith said everything. I am a coach. I am a teacher. I motivate people while pulling and pushing them into greater things. Chiefly, I help man and God to accomplish what neither of them by themselves can do. The book says it this way, without faith, you can do nothing. But with faith, all things are possible. Do you have anyone that works for you or with you? Definitely. Hope and love are always with me. They are constant companions. Where I am, they try to be there with me. Could we clap our hands to the Lord for putting together a package? Well, Faith, what is the most single, a single most great thing you've ever done? Well, for starters, making the universe or the worlds. That was quite a major event. Oh, also resurrection stuff that's always been pretty incredible. People really think I'm weird, though, because that kind of thing does not happen often. I get the locksmith on the job pretty quick when people get locked up and don't have the answer for the rest of their life. They feel imprisoned, but I have the truth close to me always, and I am always ready to share truth. I could take a while and tell you what all I've done, but I'd really like to tell you what I'm up to right now. The one thing I do that makes me the greatest, I connect humans that have faults and failures to the eternal God who was and is and is to be. Could we clap our hands to the holy God of heaven and let him know we're hungry for faith. We're reaching for faith. 
people that realize what has happened to themselves when I tie them to God, they begin to praise and worship God so much. Really, anyone that has a win going for them, I was there to help make it happen. No one saw me, but all felt and experienced the power of God and his victory for the human. So Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by faith the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the, whole, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, is not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should not receive, which he'd have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing where he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of the promise, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive sin, uh, to see conceived seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged God faithful who had promised therefore sprang there even of one these all died in the faith not having received the promise but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for they that such things declare plainly that they they seek a country that only God can give. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not on your way to a graveyard. You're on your way to a holy city. You're not on your way to a future in this world. You're on your way to a future in the hands of your creator. I'm here to preach to us tonight. Hallelujah. Keep exercising our faith. Our faith is going to take us to the domain that we are longing for. Our faith is going to take us out of the things that we do not appreciate. Our faith is going to take us to holy life. Our faith is going to help us depart from carnality. Our faith is going to help us join one another together. Our faith is going to deliver our world. Hallelujah. Into the hands of a saving God could we stand and praise him and let him know thank you for faith thank you for love thank you God for everything you're doing God bless you as you're seated I don't intend to take too awful long is an hour too long it's not when you're caught up in eating, is it? It won't be that long. What we know is that faith by grace saves us from our past. By grace are you saved 
through faith, which takes us into Christ. We are saved from wrath. We are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. We are saved by so many things. How does it happen? We are saved by faith. Faith reaches out of this human carcass and touches the hem of his garment. Faith reaches out of a mind of carnality and we touch the hidden resources of the spiritual life that God is affording us. The fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. I'm here to tell you that this world is in for trouble if they're not hid with Christ and God. But thanks be unto God who hath called us out of the world and we by faith have left the world and we're walking in confidence this is he this is the glory this is the power of God this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith we are saved by so many things we are saved from and we are saved into. Tonight we are being saved into his presence. Has not the word and the spirit of the Lord been so fresh through these singers and your worship tonight? Hallelujah. I, I'm telling you, it's just been an awesome spirit from the very prayer room all the way in here to the singing and, and, and everything that's done. Even the offering was a spiritual thing. That's right. Because giving opens the door for faith to remunerate you multiple times over what you give. Give and it shall be given. Watch the rest of that. Faith says, press down, running over, full of good measure, shall God give into your bosom. You can't buy holiness. You can't buy miracles. You can't buy them. But by faith, we give unto the Lord our tithing, and we give offerings unto the Lord, and God tells the angels, hadn't you been watching those people? You get down there and minister to them. Give them thoughts that give them purpose, and give them purpose that gives them destiny, and give them destiny that makes them so happy. I've got a future. I've got, I may get a good husband. Husband, I may get a good wife. I'm, I'm preaching to y'all right now. I just wanted you to know who I was preaching to right now. It's awesome to think that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the faith that worketh in us. That's why we go to the church house a lot. That's why we preach because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word and the word of God gives solidarity to your dance. It gives solidarity to your thinking. It gives solidarity to your home. It gives solidarity to a city. It gives solidarity to a county. I'm here to tell you that we're not going to have revival. It is happening now it's just us to reach out and get it 
Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There is a glory cloud that's hanging over Paris and Lamar County from years gone by. The Kilgores have prayed it into place. The Dehearts have prayed it into place. The Wards have prayed it into place. I'm here to tell you the prayers are seated in the heavens. And God said, I will not refuse the faith that is predicated on my spirit. I wish somebody would stand up and praise him for his greatness, for his goodness, for his mercy, for his righteousness, for his holiness, for his coming appearance. I am thrilled, God. Hallelujah. As a pastor, preacher, I live each day with the realization that I have accepted the responsibility of making sure that you youngins and you elders are educated in the way of the Lord. Not education that our body wants, but the education that our soul needs. Our soul has a need, and our, our minds need to be transformed. And that happens because faith reaches out and says, Oh God, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not violate the will of God for my life. I am aware that when you gave me my first breath, you had purpose for this life. You had destiny for this life And you gave me ministries And you gave me angels And you gave me opportunity To pray, to seek the will of God To obey the word of God To live in the Holy Ghost and fire And I will not move away from that I will anchor my soul In the rock of ages I will build my house On a sure foundation A doctrine that cannot be dissolved Faith said, I didn't come to visit you on a Sunday night. I came to move in. I'm going to be with you always. I'm going to be there when the devil tries to rob you of your joy. I'm going to be there when the devil tries to rob you of your peace. I'm going to be there when the devil tries to rob you of your virtue. I'm going to be there when the devil tries to rob you of your sanity. I'm going to be there because I am the peace that passes understanding. There is no rock of ages like I am. And I am able to secure you. And therefore, you have peace in the midst of the storm. But one of the greatest things about it is the promises of God are yea and amen. And he said, I'm going to give you not only sanctity so that you can have a position of authority for your own body, but I'm going to give you power, verbs, adjectives, nouns, but not only just that, I am going to give you a spiritual wealth. I'm going to give you the nine fruit of the Spirit. That's why you want to study to show yourself approved. So when you open your heart or the mailbox 
when God is about to feed you, you want to make sure those nine fruit of the Spirit are coming to your house, your heart, your head. Then he said, I got nine gifts of the Spirit. I'm going to encourage every mother, every dad, every child, every young person to start praying for the gifts of the Spirit to operate in our city. The gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge. Those gifts are phenomenal because you're going to have a lot of people ask you questions. What, uh, why do you do that? Why do you dress so uh, moderate, moderately and modestly? And why do you not go to certain places? And, and don't, don't come because I'm Pentecostal. Dear God, don't tell them that. Tell them that Jesus don't take us anywhere where you're tempted. And Jesus lives in here. Well, how can you take all of the shame that people try to put on you for your godly lifestyle and your godly voices and, and all of the above and all that dancing and all that shouting? Save that for the football game. Save that for the basketball game. Save that for the other tournaments. Uh, but forget it when it comes to God. You tell them this. Uh, God is my refuge. God is my wisdom. God is my future. God owns the heaven of heavens. God put everything together that is and that will ever be. And I'm not going to satisfy myself with meager earthly stuff. I want everything that belongs to the king and the kingdom. I have been called out of the world to go back into the world to be a help. I wish we'd stand and praise him for his holiness. Uh, hallelujah. I feel the river of life roaring like a Niagara through this community. Hallelujah. 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 I wish you'd quote it to somebody while you're standing. I'm going to lead you in this quotation and talk to somebody that's close to you. He which hath begun a good work in you is able to finish it. He didn't just get you started in the race. He said, run the race with patience and you will win the crown of life. I'm telling you, as an older preacher, I'm excited about winning. I'm excited about winning. I'm telling you, faith says, come on, let's go, run, walk, love, forgive, have mercy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a victory in the house. And I can almost get a picture of faith right now. 
looking out and saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. You may be enjoying Holy Ghost and fire tonight, but you hadn't seen all the miracles I'm about to do. You haven't seen all the knowledge I'm about to lose. You haven't seen all the wisdom I'm about to lose. Your generation is going to be the generation. Hallelujah. When the trump of God shall sound and time shall be no more and all of a sudden you're going to get a brand new body and a body that can fly. I wish somebody would give a high five to somebody. You can be old and still act young. Church services ought to be one of the greatest inspirational, exciting things that happen. Faith said, I didn't come to visit you. I didn't just come here to be here Sunday night because y'all got all tarked up. No, no, no. I'm going home with you. I'm going to be there in the middle of the night when you hear the news that the world is in terrible shape. And old Faith says, don't you worry, sweetheart. Let me tell you, I got this thing that I'm in touch with the one who put everything together. And I'm going to be with you. You didn't know you was going to get to help us preach, did you? Oh, man, I tell you, you're talking about feel like talking in tongues. Your pastor is about to explode. I'm here to tell you, God is going home with you tonight. As you go home in faith, when you wake up in the morning, then the first thing you're going to say, Faith, are you still here? Faith, are you still ready? Faith, are you real steady? Steady? Because I'm telling you, I've had all kind of nice thoughts, and I'm ready to go into my future. I'm ready to walk into the rest of my life. I'm ready to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy that nothing, nothing can conquer faith. Ladies and gentlemen, God sent faith to this house tonight to make a fresh commitment to you on this Sunday night. I will be with you always as long as you be with me. He said, I will never leave nor forsake you, but I will never make you stay with me. You've been wanting to help me. I always wanted to be as tall as you. My dad was six foot three. You can be seated if you need to. He, he and I are working. My dad was six foot three. How, old, how tall are you? Six four. And, and, and of the audaciousness of some of dad's friends come up to me and say, what happened to you? <laughs> no, really, that's what happened. And I wanted to kick them. But Faith said, don't do that. They're older than you. They're bigger than you. And you'd just be stupid.
Finally, one day, Faith whispered to me and said, you don't have to be as tall as that guy. You can just be great. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the flesh or in the world. Because big flesh doesn't mean big life. Big flesh doesn't mean conquest. Big faith means anything is possible. Any day, any situation, anything you've been tested on, faith says, I'll take you through. Come on, grab pastor and take me wherever we need to go. I'm telling you, I am going to walk with you. Hallelujah. I'm going to be there. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to preach Holy Ghost and fire. I'm going to preach angels alive. I'm going to preach the wisdom of God. I'm going to preach the glory of God. I'm going to preach you can make it. I'm just about out. That's the finish. The first page. I've only got one and a half pages left. But I want to read to you. Second Peter 3. Beloved, I now write unto you in, which, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance that you may be mindful of the words and I'm going to interpose right here that your pastor has preached to you in the Bible, it says, therefore, which were spoken by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lust and saying to you that have lived in the faith and have honored the faith, where is the promise of his coming? I wanted to add, add, I want to give you this answer right in the middle of that. You see where it says that word? Is the promise of his coming? I want you to say it with me. An empty grave. That's where the promise of his coming back lives three days three nights and they went to check out the grave and the promise had gone into the heavens and now the gift of the Holy Ghost is the promise don't you ever underestimate having the Holy Ghost it is not a Pentecostal thing it is Christ in you that's why I told you don't let the disappointments mess you up on the appointments because it is appointed unto man once to die and after death the judgment the judgment happens every Sunday the preaching of the word Wednesday night the preaching of the word and in the case of a lot of you young people I'm looking at you because these are old people they're just about through 
don't tell them I said that. They, they don't have their hearing aids, so don't worry. Church services ought to be the greatest thing in the week to be in the presence of God and y'all helped so much tonight I'm telling you chill bumps run all over my body as I watched you praise God and God descended and moved all throughout this whole crowd anybody here did not feel the power of the Holy Ghost I want you to raise your hand because I'm fixing to send some missionaries to you did everybody here feel what I was feeling as they stirred up the gift? Halabahanda. I'm telling you, there's miracle power here. There is solidarity in this place tonight. There is a future that is launching you into more of the same thing than you've had. I'm here to preach and teach tonight that God is able to do more than you've ever dreamed. God is able to heal more people than he's ever healed. God is able to raise up of these stones a new life. If he can do that, he can raise up your neighbors. He can raise up your kin. He can raise up your friends. He can give us the revival he promised in the book of Joel. Don't you ever doubt it. If you breathe one more breath, you just tell God, if you can give me another breath, I know the rest of the story is true too. Because it is the Lord that giveth us the breath that we breathe. The day of the Lord, verse 10, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God. I wish some of you would stand up and say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Now, I want us to take it in steps. Come quickly for wisdom for me. Come quickly, Lord, and give me wisdom. Come quickly, Lord, and give me knowledge. Come quickly, God, and give me the fruit of the Spirit. Come quickly, God, and give me one of the gifts of the Spirit. Come quickly, God. Even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Look it up in your concordance. And then go find the promises or the truths of God that you want. There's others in there. There are many other factors that some of you are going to count on. And remember that faith didn't come to visit you on Sunday night. Faith came to live with you in the middle of the night. Faith came to live with you in the middle of terror. The faith came to live with you in the middle of a world that's gone corrupt. Faith is here to keep you holy, to keep you worshiping, to keep you excited, to keep you thrilled about a relationship with the one who made the heavens and the earth and all that is therein. I like to go snow skiing and I can't ride down one of those hills. You know, I mean, I'm good when nobody's looking. I just keep telling myself that and I act like it. And what I say to myself is, man, years ago, I would have never dreamed I could do that. 
someday, someday, you're going to cast out devils out of some friends. Someday, you're going to bring hope to business people that you're dealing with and you're going to be bold and you're going to say look man I'm going to tell you something I, I, I tell you my wife and I used to have trouble but we got it all anchored out <laughs> just trying to make sure she didn't faint what I know about this man years ago I met him at a tamales in Paris Texas and I actually met him before that, but we ate, and, and, and that's when we integrated our lives. Man, if you want to get integrated, go to tamales and eat hot stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I'm telling you, there is a revival busting loose here tonight. There's a revival of faith. There's a revival of love. There is a revival of graciousness. Uh, I'm here to tell you that the glory of the Lord has come to this house because a bunch of you have been praying. It don't happen by itself. Uh, God heard the cry of some people in Paris and said, I'm coming and I'm going to visit you, but I'm not just going to visit. I'm going to bring a wealth with me. Uh, I'm going to bring wisdom with me. I'm going to bring knowledge. Musicians are coming. I could preach a while. Y'all have gotten me so excited. I am about to just nearly give myself out. But while they're coming, I want you to read in the book of Mark, the miracles, the book of Joel, the second chapter. I want you to read what all God's gotten planned for faith. And then when you see all he's got planned, you get that faith and you hug up on it and you said, faith, you're not getting out of my sight. I want all those promises. I want all those victories. I want all of that wealth that you have promised in the last days. This altar's open for whosoever will. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, be a good time to get it right now. Bible said, by faith, repent. By faith, if you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus, the water is ready. But tonight, as many as can, let's gather around and talk to God about our faith and what we want God to help happen by our faith. Overcomer, I'm an overcomer. Woo.
shout just a little bit more Jesus. brother Gary Hanks a minister of the gospel I held him in his my arms when he was born I know that looks impossible but all things are possible with God now I want to show you something somebody quote it with me they that trust in their God they that trust in their God shall be strong and do exploits. your scripture lean not on your own understanding but looking under Jesus the mighty God the everlasting father the prince of peace trust in the Lord and he shall bring it to pass hang on revival is a promise and he who gave it to us trust in the Lord
two or three people that you plan to influence with your faith. Don't make a big deal about it. Just talk to them like a normal setting. But faith will rise in your heart as you do in the spirit. How many of you can tell when somebody's mad? See, you don't have to ask them, are you mad? There's a spirit that you can discern. So what you do is you tell them, I love you and God loves you. And he wants you to be strong and to be able to do big things in life. Stuff like that. Okay? Then they're going to ask you, how do you get all that? And that's when you take them to the book. And you say, look, this is the power of God. And that is being born again of the water and the spirit. And it's awesome. Now, if you young people don't have a copy of the challenge of faith, there's a, there's a pamphlet out there pastor has written, and that is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, develop your faith. The book of Acts is where you engage your faith. The book of Romans through Jude is where you manage your car to keep or your heart, your life, or your mind, okay? And it's all spelled out so that it's very simple. So don't let your disappointments make you miss your appointments. That's good. God bless you. Thank you for your